that's very hip to be on the internet right now. What, what is internet anyway? It will replace the yellow pages as we know it today. With the A and then the ring around it. At Katie said she thought it was about. The biggest takeaway for me was to just constantly reinforce the idea that what necessarily works for a copywriter doesn't work for a designer. Welcome to Market Like Emma. Today we have a special Copywriters Corner episode where we'll sit down with Maria Lusinger, Matt Erspalmer, Rabel Sajad, and Jesse Webb to talk all about how copywriters and designers can work better together to create stunning marketing material. Let's listen in. So Matt, you are our senior copywriter at Extra Mile Marketing, and you brought this really great perspective from your time in writing for the news and, and writing uh, in a more journalistic aspect. Can you tell me a little bit about kind of your journey that brought you here and um, what you've learned along the way? Sure. Um, yeah, like you said, I came from a broadcasting background, which is very lead with the most interesting thing first. Um, it's also very straightforward writing. So I think the big appeal for me for moving to marketing was to just kind of let my creativity kind of take over a little bit with writing because I think that was a thing that I was really wanting um, out of a career change. Coming from a news background, it really helps you focus on saying what you mean like right off the bat and then that's helpful for me here just because I can kind of do that and then go back and play with the creative aspect of the copy a little bit more. Maria, as our newest copywriter, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and what brought you to EMM? In undergrad, I studied German, so it was very unrelated to anything that I'm doing now. Um, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And around junior year, I found science writing. And I really enjoyed how in science writing you could combine creative and more like journalistic aspects. Um, and so I started writing for my school science magazine. And then I ended up doing my master's program at Johns Hopkins. They had a science writing program there. But I still was like, you know, it's not quite right. I didn't want to go into journalism. I had also completed an, uh, an interview with a magazine in Seattle. Um, a publishing company, and they had a few magazines, and I really liked that. And so it was kind of just this hodgepodge of different things. I was trying to figure out what to do, and then I found copywriting, and I thought, okay, that's a good mix of like creative, but more scientific, technical writing. And it was kind of all of the all of the things that I've done were like applicable here, and I really enjoyed it. It was kind of a windy road. So, Rebel, you're kind of new to marketing as well, and I think you were a recruiter before this at one point, but you've done a lot of really cool art um, uh, projects, whether it's your magazine or doing shows around Seattle. Um, can you tell me a little bit about that kind of background and, and how you bring some of those lessons into the, your current into your current role? Yes, for sure. So like Maria, I too have had a windy path to EMM. I went to school for communications and media where I was focused primarily on visual communication. I then took a turn after graduation and started a job in uh, medical school admissions. After that, I was in recruiting and I continued to do outside work that was very visually focused. I would create a lot of videos. I would do freelance video work. I had a magazine and 
I would do art shows as well, but I wasn't finding that connection of having something stable and creative at the same time. And I was able to find that here. And I think something that helps me here is that more creative background. I'm able to draw from and think of how I can communicate visually an idea the same way that a copywriter might think with words. Yeah, that's that's sort of my background. I think that's what I bring here to the team is that more creative side. So Matt, why don't you start us out with a summary of your latest blog and why you wanted to talk about this subject? Sure. So the blog started as a way for Maria and I to kind of get to know each other just because she's the newest member of our team. And we thought it would be fun to do a collaborative blog. Um, But then once we kind of started the process, we thought it would be fun to take a wider look at just other perspectives and different types of workflows. Just because as copywriters, we get kind of stuck in our, our own workflows and habits. And we just thought it would be fun to bring in the design perspective, since most often that's who we're collaborating with. Yeah, plus we do so many different types of content that the workflow changes from day to day. And it's it's kind of interesting um, how we all kind of adjust depending on whether we're creating a video or an ebook or what have you. Well, Maria, as the newest member of our team, you've been so extraordinarily helpful as we develop, you know, fun campaigns for clients and uh, create really stellar content for them. What are some of the lessons that you've been learning in your first few months on the job? on how to write effective marketing copy for you know, digital marketing? Yeah, I think it's always important to brainstorm initial ideas with your team, kind of see which directions you want to go. Um, and then you can kind of start the more solo work of like starting drafts and taglines and get into that more creative side of copywriting and the artistic side. Um, and But I think ultimately it's always best to keep your copy simple, action-oriented, and memorable. Those are some great insights. What is your process kind of like? Are you a write down every idea you have? Do you constantly edit your own sentences as you're writing? Yeah, I usually have one piece of paper and scratch ideas and arrows pointing this way and a bunch of random words written down. Once I have that, I can kind of um, get my bearings and organize my thoughts a bit better. Oh, now, what is this paper and, and pen you mentioned? I'm, I'm just so confused. Um, no, that's great. And yeah, it's, it's funny seeing how your brain works differently, kind of writing things down in a meeting versus when you can kind of pull up on a Word document and, and, and play around uh, with that. Well, Rabel, you're here as well. Uh, Rabel is our uh, graphic designer and content producer here at EMM. And you brought, you know, an artistic background and, you know, a really great creative energy to our team. Uh, But you weren't always a marketer. And I was curious what the biggest difference has been working on projects like your magazine and other art projects versus collaborating with kind of business clients and, and our team of copywriters for campaigns. Yeah, so I think the biggest difference from what I was used to was working on my like personal projects and my magazine was that uh, everything was happening in a vacuum of just me and the one other person that I worked with. 
Mm-hmm. And we both did everything together. And so um, we were responsible for all parts of the process. That is, the, I think, the biggest difference compared to working here where I'm, while I'm collaborating with copywriters, um, I'm focused on the design aspect. Is that liberating? Does it frustrate you not having total control? How is, how is your kind of process changed? Yeah, I think that's like the biggest thing, right? There's There were no stakeholders over there where I was doing just whatever I wanted. And now I have to, I think it's, I think it's improved my uh, communication skills and uh, being able to communicate with other stakeholders about my process. It's also just improved my design process since that's what I'm focused on and uh, doing primarily. Just the added nature of working in marketing with clients and then other team members adds to the just like the skill like you get to exercise and work it out and um, collaborating together well speaking of communication uh, specifically communicating (laughs) you know between a copywriter and designer i wanted to play a little game and uh, listeners if you've ever played taboo then these rules will sound very familiar. Uh, So Maria is going to describe a number of objects or concepts without using certain keywords. And Matt and Rebel will be competing to guess the most words in 60 seconds. Let's do it. All right. Starting the clock now. This is like a giant sticker that you put in a place where you live. And a stamp. It's it's much bigger than that. It goes in, uh, like, say, a kitchen or a li- uh, living... <sighs> a painting. A living place. <laughs> a living place. Uh, usually has patterns, colorful patterns. Wallpaper. Yeah. This is something that you find outside. It's typically Trees. loud. It's vertical. Um, Building. <laughs> it's very... Oh, hmm. Loud and vertical. There's movement. There's rocks. It's an element. It's a not. Mountain. It's not rain. Earth, fire, or air. Wind. It's an Tornado. element that trickles down. Rain. rain. Off of like Storm. usually off of rocks or in a forest. <laughs> Pebbles. Waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> Waterfall. We got it. Oh, and that's sixty seconds. Oh, All right. That, that one really I, threw me off. Okay, I, I so we're tied. We need okay. a tie. I think yeah, we need we a tiebreaker. Tie so we're gonna we're gonna do this again. Another sixty second clock starting now. So when you have when you have nothing left to do in a project, your project is completed. Yeah. This <laughs> is something that's usually on a piece of clothing, and it goes up and down. Zipper. Uh, I will note, Maria, pantomimed that, which is against the rules. <laughs> this is uh, something that we use to see how long something is. A ruler. stopwatch. A ruler. A ruler. A rebel taking it away. Uh, this is not fat or protein, but it's... Carbs. Yep. This is a kind of a floating... Cloud. ...place where you can live in the ocean. There's like... An pumps. island. Yep. I don't think islands float. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we're out of time. All right. Well, I, I love that game, and, and we play this a lot, and we play similar games kind of in our strategic planning. Maria, what do you think that uh, you can learn from a game like that? Uh, I think it's helpful in – it's a helpful exercise in, like, describing something in new and unconventional and original ways 
And it's a good way to get you thinking out of the box, I would say. Definitely. Yeah. I think like something that just struck me from while I was playing was that the words, Maria, that you use to describe the main word, like would evoke different things between Matt and I. Like I, when you were talking about the ruler, I thought ruler and you were thinking I was time. Thinking time. Yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, it's definitely really interesting. Yeah, we run into that a lot with either clients or even fellow members of our team uh, when we, you know, come up with a sentence that we think is is really great, and then we realize, oh, like someone else can read that totally differently. We can't say that, um, or you kind of have some visual in your head, but it doesn't work, but not for the way that you thought it might not work. You know, I think we've talked a lot about, you know, how copywriters and designers communicate. You've written the blog on this. Uh, what are kind of some of your key takeaways uh, that you'd like our listeners to walk away with? Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway for me was to just constantly reinforce the idea that there are multiple perspectives and ways of doing things for every project. What necessarily works for a copywriter doesn't work for a designer and kind of what you were saying just about how you can interpret things in different ways. Like when I write something, I may know what I was saying, but it could just from an outsider's perspective sound totally different. And yeah, the last lesson would be to never text the lowercase letter k to anyone that you've ever met um all folks well thanks so much for listening this has been market like emma we'll see you next time